get ready to ride Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky Live. <laughs> Presented oh, by DraftKings Sportsbook. This game doesn't matter. Oh, oh it doesn't matter. Ah, it's only have... October. <laughs> what could I have been talking about? Could have been wow. anything. It'll be a secret. Um, did I say presented by DraftKings Sportsbook? Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Do you guys know who it's presented by? DraftKings yeah. Sportsbook. Oh my God. If you're not gonna listen when you talk, then who is? That's such a great point. <laughs> uh, it's like my mom used to tell me, if you don't love yourself, no one will love you. And I really took that to heart. Wow. wow. Yeah, I would say you love yourself. Yeah. Which one yeah. is you? That's what you chose annoying. to call. <laughs> Considering Super the conversation we just had about how I think I should be the next Buffs head coach. Yeah. yeah. And how you would survive <laughs> and be cool. great. Oh, survive. contract. <laughs> I'm not trying to survive. No, you'd trying be hung. to advance. Uh, then you probably shouldn't become the coach of the Buffs. Okay. Sorry, some well, people are meant for the bleachers. Wow. Wow. Well. Or, pre- or some people are meant for the press box. Yeah. That's definitely not me. <laughs> um, I, uh, How many times have you been in a press box? A lot. And yeah. that's when I realized that, that I'm not made for it. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think I'm made for the sidelines, guys. Mm. I think I was born, born to lead. Born to lead the buffs. Like wrapping ankles or something? Yep. It would be sick that you guys get to have like a local college coach on your show like that would be a couple mm. times a week. Mm-hmm. Every day, five times a week. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're not getting out of this, bud. They're like, hey, we got a line in a four-star recruit in Louisiana. I'm like, ah, sorry, guys. I got the Broncos. <laughs> Thursday yeah. night football this week. We're kind of speeding up the process. Exactly. Yeah. You could be there Saturday. Yeah, ex- yeah. Oh, yeah. Call up Rick George right now and say, like, I'll take the job, but here are my conditions. What do you, like, do you think you would have to th- at least think about if I was like, I'll take the job for free? No, 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 no. Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, I'll, I, I'll do it pro bono. That's of like, course. no, that's even worse. That's like when the Broncos trade a fourth round pick for Joe Flacco. You're like, no, don't bargain shop for a quarterback. Don't bargain shop for your head coach. No, they, that's, I mean, Until a lot the, of credit calling him the Joe Flacco of coaches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just entering my prime, baby. Do you like the, I don't, I don't know who the, the, uh, quarterback at East High School over there is mm. that. That's the that's the comp. Ah, uh, do you like that? You take no, it? I I just think you're wrong. <laughs> I have six Madden Super Bowls to show for it. Yeah. It's a shame we'll never find out. <clears throat> it, yeah. Well, I would, <laughs> I would never say never. Um, okay, so there's a game in like a couple hours. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Broncos Colts merely a few hours away. Oh, about yeah. 52 hours away? Yep. That's yeah. About a few. Math. I don't know. Jeez. I think. No, 51 technically. 51 and a half, though. Yeah. Yeah. 51 yep. and seven minutes. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, that's very soon. That is very soon. I think that does qualify as very soon. And... Considering we're literally 40... 40... Oh, you lost the crown. 46 <laughs> hours from the last game. Boo. We're still closer to the Raiders game. Than we are to the Colts game, crazy. When does that change? They're also another uh, math that question. That changes in like two and a half hours. See, wow, man. maybe we'll still be here. Yeah, we could, could be. be depending on how many super chats we get. Get them started. <laughs> yeah, Gregory. <laughs> um, and this is just such a massive swing game. 
not just uh-huh. for the record. Like the record is is what it is, and we you know we can do the whole Peyton Manning started two and three thing uh, till the cows come home. But really for the vibes, like the this mm-hmm. fan base is in a dark place right now. We desperately need uh, the Broncos to perform on Thursday night, and at the very least, scrape out a win. Uh, if it's not going to be pretty, that's still going to cause issues. Mm-hmm. But it'll be a lot better. Though. It'll be a lot better than this team being <laughs> yep. two and three. Uh, and, and that, to me, it's kind of silly to even say it because it doesn't seem like it should matter, but it kind of does. Like the feeling around the city and the team needs some serious rehab right now. Especially when there's 12 days between this game and the following mm-hmm. game, and that following game, a division game. Uh, and the Broncos have not had uh, a, a game where they've won, and you feel great about it yep. coming out after the Texans. That one honestly felt like a loss. That potentially <laughs> maybe felt worse than uh-huh. the Raiders. That maybe was the worst feeling game, and that was a win. And then the 49ers game. The offense only puts up nine points. The defense has to get a safety to put them over the top. So there has not been that game yet where the Broncos have felt good. And when you look back at it, Texans aren't very good. Seahawks aren't very mm-hmm. good. Maybe the 49ers are better than we thought. They are good. Uh, and the Raiders, good. unfortunately, good. that was their first win. Yep. Yeah. It's. I think they deserve a little more credit for the, Seah- or for the uh, 49ers win, mm-hmm. uh, especially after last night. Um, the 49ers have given up 7, 11, and 9 points in their last three games. The Broncos were the 11. That was enough to win. Yep. Um, that game, I think, is only is going to be like a fine wine. It's only going to get better and better as the season goes I on. said that about the Texans game. I want to flip that to the 49ers <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'm going to push back against that. I think the further we get, the more that's going to be perceived the case because, one, the 49ers mm-hmm. are going to be better. But we were all spot on that the 49ers with Jimmy G this year are a much better team than the 49ers with Trey Lance. However, the Broncos lucked out, I think, and it showed between last night and eight days ago, was Jimmy G, it it took him a week to kind of get his feet under him. I guess almost two weeks since he he played in the majority of that game before him. Um, Credit to the Broncos' defense. I'm not trying to take it away from them. But Jimmy G, and, and not just really Jimmy G, that offense looks so dynamic and there was just zero dynamic ability to that offense credit to the broncos defense uh but i think man if if the broncos had to play san francisco next week i'd be like gosh darn it that sucks but i think they they played him at a perfect time in the same way that the niners are better with jimmy g the colts are worse with matt ryan than they were with carson wentz and philip rivers and i mean the skeleton body of philip rivers you you're 100 (laughs) percent right and how crazy is that? That Carson Wentz puts their their team and their season in the toilet last year, mm-hmm. and he's still a much better option than Mr. Matt Ryan. Five touchdowns, five interceptions through four games. Uh, and four fumbles. Yes. I thought it was nine fumbles. Oh, wait, is it? I think it's is nine. It four lost. Four lost? Maybe? maybe four lost, yeah. It's nine fumbles, though. Okay, I thought it oh, <laughs> it's so bad. They're so bad. I mean, Trevor Lawrence had four fumbles on Sunday alone. Yeah. That's tough. One where he just didn't hold on to the ball. He's yeah. just running and just fell out. Hey, and I haven't lost trust in, in uh, Trevor Lawrence. No, Still better Jags than your Matt fire. Ryan, Indianapolis Colts, Ryan. Oh, easily. <laughs> it's gonna be a. It's gonna be quite the race to the finish line for the uh, AFC South. <laughs> I don't even know. Apparently about that. owns the uh, the AFC West, so the Broncos need to uh, put enough. a stop to that right now. Crazy enough. This Colts team is not good though. Like, like I came into today, I, I saw like the Madden chat saying like, oh yeah, they, they need to win by a lot. 
Like, they need to win this game by a lot this week. And I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. Eh. And then I went back and watched them play last week. Jeez, is that team bad. That offensive line they, is terrible. Yeah, they it's also beat terrible. the Chiefs. They have one good player. Yes. It, I mean, they beat the Chiefs. So that's another one where there's just so much crazy stuff happening. I mean, even that Chris Jones penalty. Yeah. Like, like that Chris Jones penalty great is call. the difference right there, too. But there's so many. Great call, absolutely. <laughs> but there's so many little things in that game where you're just like, oh, that's not sustainable. That's more the Chiefs just sucking. Yeah, the Chiefs were really off that game. It was weird, uh, especially after seeing what they did to the Bucks defense. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. I think, again, I always talk about this. It's such an underrated part of football, and it's just injuries. So where are we at with – we know, obviously, no Randy Gregory. We know no Javante Williams. But what about the two probably most important players in this game, mm. Russell Wilson and Jonathan Taylor? Russell Wilson practiced today, so that's his second straight day of practicing. Uh, well, yesterday he would have been a participant. Mm-hmm. But both days he's limited, but Russell Wilson after practice said he's super confident he's going to play on Thursday and said he's going to have no limitations uh, on Thursday. Nathaniel Hackett still says he's confident that he's going to play, uh, but still kind of, you know, when Russ answered the question, he, he how confident are you going to play? He said, yeah, super confident. And I said, oh. <laughs> little uh, voice reflection. Oh, yeah, there. You'll that, that's, raise the voice right before you lie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And obviously, he has to be limited if he's got a throwing injury. But to, he said no limitations. He right? said no limitations. What do you but, call someone with no limitations? Unlimited. Yeah, Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Limited. He says he's going to be unlimited. I think he's going to be probably Mr. Limited because he was limited at practice Mm -hmm. today. Uh, But he seems to be trending in the right direction to play. But I do have to stress this. It is an injury to his throwing shoulder on a short week. Really hate those. Really, really, really (laughs) hate those. And more than anything, it's just the not knowing what's really going on there. Because we have no idea. Is it just like a minor little thing, like a minor little tweak? He barely notices. Right. It's like um, maybe maybe an hour after practice, he goes in there. He's like, yeah, you know, it's just, a, it's just a little sore. Or is it something where every time he moves his arm, he's in pain? Like we just have no idea. And there's a very big range of possibilities there. Um, just to clarify, it is nine fumbles for Matt Ryan. Yeah. I think the limitations, if – Mr. Unlimited is capable of being limited, it would be running the ball. Mm. I think if there's anything you're going to see on Thursday, which this is not good, um, is that you're not going to see Russ take off. And if you do, it's going to be an extremely conservative, none of this diving for first downs or diving for the end zone type of stuff. And I'm completely fine with that. In fact, even moving forward, be conservative, slide, uh, only dive for the end zone like you did when you absolutely have to have it. And, And honestly, the Broncos didn't absolutely have to have Russell Wilson dive for the end zone like he did against the Raiders. They could have lived to see another down now. Maybe they yeah. another fumble <laughs> happens, but uh, it, it, it's those things where Russ just has to be smart moving yep. forward. But do you guys uh, would you be concerned about his ability to throw the deep ball? And and I'm not saying 20, 30 yards, but 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 the home run moon ball Russ Russ vintage. I'm not. Okay. Um, I think it's one of those things where once you get it loosened up and get it warm, it's not going to be an issue. Um, it's going to be very sore before. It's going to be very sore after. Thankfully, you have 12 days afterwards. But I think once you get that thing moving, it you can throw the ball. I hope so. I, as soon as you see in warm-ups, just, just him throw those fast balls. You could throw every concern out. But I do, I do want to see it before I can say I'm not concerned. 
I really want them to complete one of those like crazy lollipop missiles into the air that like uh he tried one the other day to judy it's not the long ball mm -hmm. it's the one where it's like 20 yards but he wants to give the receiver time to run across the yeah. field runner and he just like launches it into the air <laughs> yeah. he did it so much in college and a lot early in his career and they've like missed it a couple of times was that um, the graham glasgow or the one of the garrett bowls holding penalties that negated that play could have been anyone. So dumb. It's so <laughs> frustrating. Unfortunately, too many to remember. Wouldn't, yeah. have, wouldn't have mattered if it, if, if it worked. And speaking of that, on the injury front, Quinn Minert's not practicing. He's, he's not playing. Uh, he's not playing this week. You have Quinn Miners. That That's the biggest name out there. Yeah. Billy Turner, again, he's on a side field, not working with the team. I said last week, and I think we all agreed, we just have no expectations for Billy Turner at this point. No idea if he's going to be back for the Chargers game or any time before the bye, honestly. I after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah. unfortunately, this is the right move with, like, Quinn and guys like that just because you're essentially buying a whole bye week Yeah. Um, after this game. Now, with, with Russell Wilson, it's just different um, because it's it makes such an impact on the outcome of the game. And like I said before, when the starting quarterback can play, they will play. I mean, as much as we, we you know, criticize the Chargers for it, it's what happened, right? Uh, if starting quarterback can get out there, if he can – even get close even if he's maybe feeling 50 percent, they're probably going to play and really quick on the chargers they went one and one in their past two games obviously <laughs> justin herbert's still dealing with that injury right now if i said broncos can go one and one in these next two games are you taking it or leaving it taking it i'm leaving it really i'm i'm leaving it as well and the reason is they really should win tomorrow and if they don't mm -hmm. They're probably not going to be 500 this year. I mean, that's going to show kind of where they are. Uh, now, unless they come back and pull off what would then be a sizable upset maybe mm -hmm. uh, against the Chargers. But I'm leaving it because I think they're going to win tomorrow. And then Thursday. That give, yes. Yes, Thursday. That gives them a shot on, on Monday night to, to go 2-0. That's fair. Just give me, give me 3-2 and two and... That gives you whatever two more weeks, three more weeks before you play a game, and hopefully you're you're growing and developing all that sort of stuff, and you get a better team on the field at that point. Give me three and two at that point. But then you'd be, be three and you'd three. be taking one and you'd be one taking oh, three, three and three. three. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. that'd be three and yeah, three. Okay, three and three sure. going into okay. Jets. Oh, okay. Jets They're then Jags. Jets at home then Jags. The the London game feels so close. It does not feel like there's Bless three you. games between now yeah. and then. The Jets game is the forgotten game of the season. Yeah. It's oh, not God. just you, Ryan. All right. Um, shall we get into – or any other – oh, Jonathan Taylor. Yes, Jonathan Taylor. Somehow, if he really has a high ankle sprain, that's just crazy because, uh, once again, this morning, Frank Wright made it clear that Jonathan Taylor has not been ruled out. He still has a chance to play on Thursday, uh, and they said his ankle won't get worse. They don't think his ankle will get worse if he plays on Thursday, but for a second straight day, he was did not practice on their injury report. Yeah, I mean, I know it doesn't feel like it matters. Uh, it's like if he's out there, that's scary. If he's mm -hmm. not, then it feels a lot better. I really don't think if he plays, he's going to be the true Jonathan Taylor that that people that you know is one of the better running backs in the league. You know what's crazy? Typically, when you talk to the Broncos coaching staff about an opposing player, uh, and you say a guy that's questionable like Jonathan Taylor, and you say how 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 important is this guy? How much does this guy's absence or presence in a game change the game? What do they say? I mean, what what they say is. 
you know, he's a good player, but they, their backup's really good too, mm-hmm. and, and their system's good, and so it's not going to impact us. Both Nathaniel Hackett and Ajira Evero both said today, oh, Jonathan Taylor's a really good player. They're, they're really missing something if they don't have him. That shows just how good mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor is. But you're right, Ryan. There's no way he's going to be 100% if he plays. And honestly, this year, Jonathan Taylor, he's still a really good player. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking it away from him. He's 22nd in the league in rushing yards. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. And, and averaging, is it under four yards per carry or right at four yards mm-hmm. per carry? He has not been special. Now, again, not on him. He also started the exact same way last year. Okay. First four weeks of the season, he was 21st last year. What did he do fifth game? I'm sure he went insane. <laughs> I have the numbers, though. 20 carries for 42 yards last week. Yeah. The week before, 21 carries for 71 yards. And that's healthy. Yeah. That's 2.7 yards per carry over the last two weeks. That offensive still, line is terrible. And it's still their best option. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. He's, he's the only talented player on that offense. Yeah. Without a doubt. So Michael Pittman. Pittman yeah. It yeah. really yeah. is a big deal. A huge deal. Just like the yeah. Broncos coach has said, if he doesn't play, even though he still won't be himself. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's out there breaking tackles, like making guys miss, getting the edge like one-on-one when there's a defender there, and still comes out with those numbers. So is it crazy to pose the question to you guys? One's a quarterback, one's a running back. Who's more important for their team on Thursday night? Russell Wilson or Jonathan Taylor? To me, it's Russell Wilson by a pretty wide margin. Okay. Um, that's It's just he is the heartbeat of the team. Like There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And... I think the I think the Colts have a better chance of winning without Jonathan Taylor than the Broncos have without Russell Wilson, and that's it. Just comes down to like, it's football. One's the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and yeah. I agree. I, I agree with you. But just posing that question kind of shows you mm-hmm. how important uh, those guys are. One more update on the injury front, really quick. Actually, two quick ones. Randy Gregory. We feared it, but he is going on the injured reserve. He's out at least four weeks, which means he won't be back until after the bye week. Probably the right move instead of rushing him back mm-hmm. before a London game, a weird atmosphere, a different field, a, just a, a weird game. Give him that extra week Turf. off. Um, so the earliest you're going to see him uh, is right after the bye against the the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry. So mm-hmm. a blow, but now this is Baron Browning's time to show if he's a real deal or not. And, and Nick Benito. Yes. Also, they haven't yeah. filled that roster spot yet. And so that, yeah. that part's still up in the air. You know, we're talking today, it's probably Kendall Hinton. You just elevate him given that he's getting elevated all the time because he's hit his max, right, Yeah, for being elevated for game yep. days. So if you want him, you have to give that to him. But, I mean, it's not it's not set in stone yet. I don't think that's going to be outside linebacker, though. No, I don't either. I, I know you do have Jonathan Cooper, who does not look like he's playing this week yeah. either. But you just you Aaron have Patrick five too. guys, yeah, six guys at outside linebacker. Where I don't think that's going to be where they make a move. Didn't Aaron Patrick also get hurt? Exactly. He yes. wasn't out there yep. today either. Yeah. Yep. So, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I know uh, Hackett had a interesting quote about nick benito today which was is he is he ready and it was like he better be or something like that which is the answer is no yep he's (laughs) got to be ready uh and speaking of a guy that's got to be ready we talked about javante a lot but what's up with melvin latavius murray brought in last night coming off his only game of the season which was a good one in london averaged over five yards per carry Mm -hmm. scored a touchdown for the saints the broncos signed him off their practice squad because he was just elevated this past week uh and will latavius murray play nathaniel hackett said that's still up in the air that would be quick quick turnaround i imagine he's going to be active 
for the game and just an emergency role, I think we're really going to see him against the Chargers in two weeks. I strongly, strongly advise against playing a 32-year-old who just played his first game of the season, <laughs> is probably the most sore he's ever been in his life while not being injured, had to fly all the way back from London and then from New Orleans to Denver just to get there today. Uh, I highly advise against playing him that most teams get a full bye week after they play in London, not a turnaround to Thursday night football. (laughs) Very bad idea. Do not play him. Okay. You'd rather have Melvin out there. Yes. Uh, No, no. I I can't get there. I can't get there. Well, you don't have to worry about it. Why? Because we don't know if Latavius is going to play. Um, but play when him. Nathaniel Hackett was asked, I asked him who's going to start at running back. I didn't expect him to answer the question. He did not answer the question. Um, and then when asked how the running back role is going to be divided, he didn't answer that question, said we're still working on it. His offensive coordinator wasn't on the exact same page as him. <laughs> Here's what Justin Alton said today when talking about Melvin. He said, with Melvin, he's going to carry the load, obviously. We'll have a mix of Boone, and then after that, we got to figure out who can spell and who feels best in that position. So expect what, a big Andrew dose. Beck an option? <laughs> <laughs> right. I, uh, dude, there's only one other guy yeah, on exactly. the team right now. Just say uh, Latavius. Um, but so it's very clear. Thursday, it's going to be Melvin. It is. And... I mean, it's like uh, you live by the Melvin, you die by the Melvin. Oh, boy. And you know what? Justin Alton said exactly what we talked about after the game uh, or maybe yesterday when talking about Javante's injury. Melvin Gordon is someone, just like Javante, that fights for extra yards mm-hmm. like crazy. One of the things just, just Justin Alton said is, it's okay if you don't fight for those extra yards. Just make sure you hold on to the ball and get down. And so that's... <laughs> I think Melvin needs to take that advice. Now, Melvin may not want to take that advice because that may look like bad film and he's a free agent after this season. So it's going to be interesting. But I promise you, Melvin, the worst thing to do isn't to not be fighting for extra yards. It's to fumble again. Yes. Yeah. We will take four versus five yards a carry if that means, you know, you're getting down much faster. How do you tell a 225-pound back? Just get on the ground. With <laughs> just, biceps, just go down. With biceps <laughs> the size of a football. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. That's the craziest thing about him not being able to hold onto the ball is he's so strong. Like yeah. mm-hmm. in just like the literal sense. Like he's one of the most chiseled dudes on the team. Hackett yes. kind of gave like a technical uh, piece of advice to Melvin when talking to He said he's got to tuck the ball up into his body more so i guess he's just uh, not tucking it enough high and tight have we never heard of high and tight before <laughs> has melvin never heard of high and tight uh, I, was that's, oh. I was looking back on tiki barber and you know that's the number one one that you yeah. always hear about he had an insane amount of fumbles yeah. it was like 24 or something over the course of five years something insane and then i looked even after the whole high and tight thing, he still had nine fumbles in three years, <laughs> oh, which is essentially the Melvin Gordon average coming into this year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, that didn't really. It made a. It made a t- uh, god awful problem terrible. Right. 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 It it helped though. <sighs> right. It did help. Maybe that means no fumbles this week. And then really quick, how important is Latavius Murray? Not for Thursday, but for moving forward. He gives you a a, a solid option. And maybe more than anything, he's huge. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You, if you Tears. just want to use him on third downs to protect and because you want to go with Melvin, then you do that or vice versa. If you want to make you know uh, Latavius your feature back, although, again, 32 years old, yeah. 
I don't know how many games he has in him. Like he had a great game on Sunday uh, for the Saints. I don't think he can carry the load for you all season. But Melvin's also really good in pass protection too. So now you have two options there where, you know, you're not going to keep Mel- – if Melvin ends up being your guy, which I'm sorry, but is, is going to happen, um, then you can't use him to protect on third downs or yeah. you don't want to use him for the entire rest of the season. So Latavius Murray gives you an option there. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and Latavius Murray's a, a solid option, but Melvin Gordon, unless there's more fumbles, is going to be the Broncos' starter <laughs> for the rest of the season. And that is just a huge unless – and if he fumbles this week, Latavius Murray is going to be the starter in two weeks against the Chargers. Yeah, and I mean, Mike Boone deserves some love in this, too. It's mm-hmm. not like he's been terrible this year. He has been terrible catching the ball. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm interested in seeing him run the ball, too. Like, if anyone's going to be the starter that's not Melvin on Thursday night, which it's not happening, it should be Mike Boone. Like, why not try it for a guy who has two starts or whatever went over 100 yards in both? Or well, it's, 150. Mike, it's Mike Boone and whoever else is there, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll say, I mean, Latavius is incredibly important going forward. Mm. That you, running backs get hurt. Yes. And we'll touch wood and hope that, like, I, I got to get close to that wood. Um, <laughs> it's every day. We all touched it. Yes. But it, odds are... Again, really touch wood for this one. At some point, you're not going to have all three of these guys the rest of the season. Big touch wood for that. We hope it's not true. Just having competent running backs, it's so, so, so important. And knowing what's going on with Melvin, Mike Boone being a total unknown. There's a world in which Latavius Murray's the leading rusher for this season. There's a world. There is a world. I wouldn't expect it. Me too. Um, but it, it, <laughs> the funny thing is the, the first step towards that is another Melvin Gordon fumble, which obviously cannot even be close. Like, I don't even want to say the word ruled out. It should be counted on. Mm -hmm. And um, so at some point, you're probably going to see him get a couple games. Um, Also, I just want to get this out of the way. There's no one on the Broncos roster and very few people in the entire NFL that can be converted into the quarter L Patterson slash Debo Samuel role. (laughs) (laughs) Especially Montreal, Washington. I've seen a lot of people asking for that and, they couldn't be more different. Do you see how much of a beast Debo Samuel is? I mean, he just looks like like Jalen Ramsey a sh- just bouncing off of him. Yeah, last night. exactly. Yeah. He looks like a short Hulk or something like that. Montreal <laughs> Washington is uh, the smallest guy on the roster. And Cordero Patterson is also just a, a freak in his yeah. own right. Yeah, yeah. Montreal's too small. Yes, can't do it with Montreal. No Montreal. Obviously, can't do it with Judy. Can't do it with Hamler. Although Hamler, like at least he's compact yeah but he's also injury prone yeah you're not putting him so in you can't position. do it with him andrew yep. beck <laughs> oh there's left, there's left just no ex. options and there's no <laughs> exactly. options anywhere no. they just exactly. don't exist no. if, unless you want to trade for lavisca chenault because uh the panthers still aren't really using him did they not after scoring a touchdown two weeks ago i don't know if he did anything this Dang. week i did not watch the panthers play and i'm proud of that honestly but yeah i mean unless the guy can actually be a threat to run between the tackles it doesn't work. Yep. There's no reason to put him in the backfield unless he is a threat to run between the tackles. And if you try that with KJ Hamler, bad idea. Try it with Montrell. Yeah, I mean, he's looked good in tight spaces. Still a terrible idea. Yeah. Terrible idea. <laughs> like, they, there's, that guy just doesn't exist. There's three of them in the world, maybe. Yeah. Right. About 10. We'll, get, we'll say 10. It's really true. Maybe, I mean, we've only seen I, two right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like, Juju, I'd, I'd be curious. I don't think it would work. <laughs> 
We're, we're just throwing shit against LaVisca. the wall at this point, though. LaVisca, it's like, I think that's his best use. And then he's also injury prone. So he, and he also that's why you don't is rarely on the field. And really quick, Bomber44 in the comment section saying, Albert O. We found out a little bit about Albert O. And actually, this is where Nathaniel Hackett and Justin Out were on the same page talking to the media. And kind of interesting. Uh, Albert O. has been non-existent for a while. He played one snap. Last this week. past week, I believe, and both Justin Out and Nathaniel Hackett said something along the lines of Alberto is doing fine. There are games where he's just not going to be called upon a lot, and we expect him on the field a lot more this week. So that's going to be interesting. Alberto kind of has a chance to get out from under it, and if he's on the field this week a lot, then we can say, okay, Alberto is not necessarily completely in the doghouse. Uh, but if he's not on the field this week, then yeah, the Broncos just have don't have no plans for him. Yeah, I'm. It's just such a tough situation. Without like you see people say like yeah, just put him out wide, put him in the slot. And it's like well, imagine a cornerback covering Alberto. It would work just fine for the defense. Yeah, like like that's not something that they have to worry about. I mean, you you have the height thing. Yeah, and and. Maybe something works out, but again, like that's not a matchup you look at and say, like, oh yeah, we gotta get him the ball. But then you also say, imagine a cornerback trying to get by Alberto blocking. Even that, you're saying, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think that this is a fight that Alberto even wins there. Again, I, I, I've mentioned this a couple times. I mean, Pro Football Focus counted it as one blocking snap in like 24 snaps on the field last week, which first of all is crazy that you're willing just to say We're he's passing. on the field. We are passing the ball. Yeah. That was a sack he allowed. There was another play where it was one of those like block and release chip things where he doesn't even get a hand on the guy. <laughs> By the time he turns around, the guy is a sack. And they didn't count that as a sack allowed. I have that counted as two, two attempts at a block, two sacks allowed. Jeez. Nobody's worried about him as a blocker. And he can't I, – I, I don't think he's that much of a threat as a receiver either. The only reason it's a conversation is because you're kind of digging at the bottom of the barrel looking at like, oh, is it Kendall Hinton who should be out there or – it's a time for Jalen Virgil. It's a, it's a tough spot. And super quick, one more injury thing. Greg Dulcich, Michael O.J. Moody, not 100% official, but those guys are not going to be brought off IR this week. They are not going to play in the game. Uh, could happen, but even if they are brought up, they're not going to play. Yeah, and it's, again, that same thing of like, okay, well, if we just get through this week, yeah, we have yeah, 12 yeah, yeah. days for, for those guys to get healthy. Uh, Dulcich, he's going to be viewed in an unfair light when he yes. comes back because everyone's going to be saying, oh, Dulcich is back. He's the savior. Not a tight end now. No, and no. I think that's a bad idea to do with a rookie tight end, especially a rookie tight end who didn't play in training camp, didn't play in preseason, hasn't participated in practice all year. Don't get your hopes up. Now, if he goes no. out there and performs, amazing. Yep. Be blown away. But don't go out there thinking he's going to save the tight end position for the Broncos this year. Ryan, I also, in, in the word, really quick in the yeah. words of Nathaniel Hackett, have you seen his hair, man? <laughs> oh my god! I thought you were going to say in the words of Nathaniel Hackett, uh, our tight end room can't get much worse. <laughs> exactly, and that's the thing is like if if Sobert's like letting guys blow by him, if if you're having Albert O let guys blow by him, Andrew Beck has fallen off a bit from that first game. Obviously, receiving but also as a blocker, like there's some misses on there, like. Why not let the rookie be the one who makes the mistakes and hope he grows? Until he's just worse than everyone else because he hasn't played football oh, in God. months. It's just so tough to it, imagine. And Jacob says get Montrell involved in the run game through via sweeps and pop passes. Yeah, sure. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's very different than, yeah. you know, a Cordero Running or a back. Debo role. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. Got to remind you guys to sign up for the tailgate this Thursday. Woo. 
super excited for you guys to come through and hang out with us there get off work a little early come down to the tailgate get you some mile high city slider some some freshly grilled wagyu beef off the grill from our guy dev um i mean breck brews we got a full bar we've got all sorts of amazing things going on at the tailgate and of course don't miss out on the bus which is literally the best transportation deal to the broncos game and back that exists in denver 10 bucks on top of your tailgate ticket Mm -hmm. gets you round trip to the tailgate back to the bar after the game don't worry about paying for parking over there dealing with traffic after the game let us handle that for you so go to the dnvr.com slash tailgates if you're a member to get members price tickets or go to dnvr.eventbrite.com to get your tickets if you're not a member you mentioned breck brew and one of the awesome things about breck brew not only do they have so many different delicious types of beer and it's still strawberry sky season which i love but Broncos country beer, not mm-hmm. only is it a good light beer, very crushable, but you get on game day, you get to hold the Denver Broncos logo in your beer. It's mm-hmm. it, that, That's the only way. That's what you should be drinking on game day, whether you're at the tailgate, whether you're just watching the game at home, whether you're out of the country or out of the state, I should say, with mm-hmm. Breck Brew. You got to get your hands on it. And if you want to find where you can get Broncos country, go to breckbrew.com, look at their beer locator, and then also... The Hootenanny, we've been talking about for a while. This weekend, couldn't fall on a better weekend. Broncos game Thursday night, Hootenanny. Buffs bye week. I know that a lot of people are worried about that taking up their Saturday. Man, so much time (laughs) to enjoy a Breck brew or a few. So check them out, breckbrew.com. And make sure you make a bunch of bets on DraftKings. Mm -hmm. We haven't touched on the biggest news of the day on this show yet. I gave out a plus 340 winner last yeah, night. Yeah, you did. I thought it was going to be that Darren Rovell got dragged on Twitter by DraftKings. Is that? I mean, it's oh, every day with wait, that wait, guy. I, I don't know about this. Okay. Quick story. DraftKings gives out the boost last night on Cooper Cup. We all take it yeah, like nice, idiots. Yeah. Um, <laughs> DraftKings. Hello. Sorry for that. That was my advice. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> we all took it. Uh, I didn't. It looked good. Oh. <laughs> well, Get you also took San Francisco. I took the Rams. I had a terrible night. You had a I took the under. So there was the uh, player parlay boost at halftime. I took Debo over 100 and the 49ers win. I was already in big on the 49ers win. Uh, it was pretty nice. Uh, nice. Anyways, they give out that boost. If for the second time in a row, it doesn't hit. They also had given out Josh Allen two touchdowns. Okay. Like Things that seem yeah, obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so DraftKings tweets out, the person who came up with those ideas has been fired. <laughs> Darren Ravel, not getting the joke, responds to them, they should actually get a raise for all the money they just made you. <laughs> so then DraftKings responds, good call, Darren. We'll definitely tell this very real person that they have a raise. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So good job. Uh, but also the Nuggets lost a preseason game because every preseason game is 50-50, mm-hmm. and so plus 340. Uh, Hope everybody cashed actually, on that. like, in hindsight, made so much sense because yeah. the the – the Thunder have all these like draft picks that they've just accumulated over the years, mm-hmm. whereas the Nuggets at the end of the game are obviously you know playing n- lesser players. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, the disrespect. Um, so yeah, lesser than the Thunder. Um, but yeah, right now there's an awesome promotion. If you bet five dollars on any NFL money line, you'll get two hundred dollars in free bets if that bet hits. It's an awesome promotion that they've got going. So uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DMVR. Get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DMVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. 
Real quick, guys, uh, I've got the local media taking my side for the Buffs job. Oh, um, boy. Radio host Sean Drotar quote tweeted me and said, is there a downside to this? We're all already thinking it. <laughs> wow. Boom. So when are you expecting a call from uh, Rick George? I mean, I feel like I'd have to ignore it if it happened on this show. That's but wow. uh, anytime after that, right? I feel like he's just watching the show waiting for us to finish up. Why don't we Probably. just, Rick, just call now. He can take it live. I'll take the call live. On air. Let's Wouldn't that be it. cool? Get it on video? Yep. You accepting the job? Yep. I'm waiting for, um, I tagged the official CU Buffs football account. Mm. I'm waiting for them to like it because, you know, I know people. <laughs> <out there. laughs> what's, your, uh, what's your first move when you're head coach? First move when I'm head coach <laughs> yeah, definitely. is first of all I already said this I'm ta- uh, I'm ha- taking a massive discount mm. uh, for my salary hiring some of the best coordinators in the country and then just cheating so hard <laughs> like okay, there we go like legitimately breaking every rule the NCAA um, has to offer even like on field rules yeah for sure <laughs> with, with like having an extra down. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, like That's offense, like rub route every play. They can't call fa- <laughs> offensive pass interference on every play. Um, but is there cheating anymore with NIL? Yeah, for sure. How? Just more money. Oh, is there a cap? No. No, I'm just saying like the NIL money comes in and then you also pay them like a signing bonus. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> money will get you things, won't it? Exactly. Yes. So I'm just need to help. From the you know, I'll do like uh, remember the DNVR World Tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go fund me. Uh, <laughs> RK's slush fund for paying players. We're gonna Go need fund me. Kale to set that one up <laughs> yes. for, for wow. us. <laughs> um. Anyways. Shout out Kale. Back to the game here, and it is a Tuesday, but on our regular pod schedule, this mm-hmm. would technically be a Wednesday because mm-hmm. it's our second to last show before the game. Wild. Um. That's just like good math by me yeah, you know? that's impressive yeah. and um, i will say getting ahead of this because it's now whiteboard tuesday sorry tough word uh i didn't go with the alliterations oh yeah i figured it was a week off uh, from alliterations because it's whiteboard, whiteboard tuesday. tuesday that's yes. smart that's no good that's 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 lazy that's no lazy. i mean no, it's whiteboard lazy. wednesday is an alliteration <laughs> whiteboard tuesday is not exactly also, i can't see the whiteboard because there's a giant light in my face i can read it uh, so oh, i'm gonna yeah. have to let one of you guys take the lead here yeah well let's looked into the light let's so. jump into the terrific whiteboard um tuesday sure yeah. okay there we go yes first, first one 21 Savage. Do you know do you know who is singing the national anthem for the Broncos game? <laughs> no way. Please, it's 21 please, <laughs> please, please. It's, it's not 21 oh, Savage. Okay. No is it actually a notable person? Like, it's probably a local high school You don't know student. what it is. No, they yeah, haven't said that out they haven't yet. Sa- what? Two days before the game, we don't know who's singing the natty? No, no, but man, we haven't gotten to all the national anthem. I don't want to call it drama. Um, but there's been some interesting people singing it. Not necessarily this year. We've had some interesting things in the past. I'll, I'll have to keep score and bring that up on the pod. When I went to the Sunday Night Football game, no disrespect to Belen de Leon, um, who did a, a wonderful rendition. I don't know. Um, it sounds like something's coming. <laughs> I was just going to say, like I, I thought Sunday Night Football would be like a, mm. just like a, a – a Grammy-winning yeah. uh, recording artist. Yeah, that, that's that's fair. Last year, I don't remember the band, but they had the drummer for a band <laughs> sing the national was it anthem. A, was it at least like the Foo Fighters? Because like no, the drummer is Dave Grohl. I, I I don't I don't remember exactly, but I could tell you this was not a singer. Okay, and it was like 
whoa, this is a drummer. Like segment. Nathaniel Rateliff's drummer. Right, exactly. <laughs> but let's get Nathaniel Rateliff on Thursday night. I love that. We'll love that. That'd be great. Yeah. I mean, you would love it. Henry, it can't be Kendrick Lamar every week. I know. But it can be 21 Savage. Oh, wouldn't it that also be incredible? <laughs> Could you imagine a 21 Savage national anthem? That'd be incredible. That would uh, be prime time. It would be prime time. It would be Sounds like an Amazon Prime thing. It'd be like, you know how everybody talks about the Jimi Hendrix national anthem like yeah. 60 years later? People will be talking about whatever happens during the, the 21 Savage national anthem tw- six years later. I didn't know you're a big 21 Savage guy. Oh, I'm not. It'd just oh. be hilarious. <laughs> they could do a 21 gun salute right along 21 Savage. Oh. He might just bring 21 guns with him up on stage. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. All the Broncos okay. have to do is bring 21 points and they're winning this game. Wow. And it is a great one. that mm-hmm. simple because, guys, I've had, I've had a conversation with a couple of people this week saying, there's no way the Colts' offense is worse than the Broncos in terms of putting up points so far. Yep, there is. The Broncos' mm-hmm. fourth-worst scoring offense in the NFL. Colts aren't third. Colts aren't second. Colts are the worst oh offense gosh. in the NFL, scoring just over 14 points a game. And their top score this year, 20. And they've done mm-hmm. it twice. And in beat one of Chiefs those games, that 20. they beat the Chiefs. Oh. <laughs> the other game they scored 20, they tied the Houston Texans. So if they get to 20 points, it's all they're going to get. And they kind of have a chance at a tie, maybe a win. But in those other games, the, their two losses, 17 points and zero. Mm-hmm. They Colts offense is terrible. Yep. And that is with a healthy Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor didn't get injured until the very end of this past game. So they're going to be even worse. So Broncos, the offense hasn't been good. You put up 23 points last week. You do that again this week, you're going to win. I'm not asking for 40. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking for 30. I'm not even asking for 27. Just get 21. It's crazy that they have a win and a tie and the worst point differential in the AFC. Yeah. Like, like you would think you'd have to like at least have three losses in there to add those up. Right. Yep. And then that the, the, the win was against the Chiefs? Like, what? Yeah. I was trying to explain to someone um, the other night that like the Broncos – had a much better winning culture when Peyton Manning got here than when Russell Wilson got here. Yeah. And I was using the fact that they won a playoff game the year before <laughs> to illustrate my point. And we kind of were going back and forth. He's like, they might've won a playoff game, but it was a fluke. And I was like, that doesn't matter because they believed it's they the, were winners. That's kind of the point. Um, the culture like allowed <laughs> right. for a fluke to happen. But he pointed out to me that the, that the point differential of that team was like, dozens of points worse than the point differential of the Broncos last year. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. Just crazy. That's wild. All right, what do we have next up here? Equal shares. Equal shares. This is where I realized there was just no equal alliteration. Equal Mm. Same shares? Same shares. Well, there we go. There we go. (laughs) Man, that took half a second. If it was Whiteboard Wednesday, I'd be able to remember that. Okay, I'll give Uh, you the break. Okay. You got you to gotta split the carries equally for these running backs. Mm. Go three ways. Go three ways. Give them all a chance to pop. Just back to the drawing board. Figure out who's good. Figure out who's bad. You're saying play to Latavius Murray. Yep. I'm all in. Play Latavius Murray. <sighs> Feed that man. He's coming off of five yards of carry. Or no. Uh, I, there have been so many okay. people talking about Divino Zigbo. <laughs> it's just like he's he was better than Jaquan Hardy, and that's why he's stuck. It's not because he's the next big thing. And I, you know what? If he gets his opportunity, I'm rooting for him, all that sort of stuff. But there's not, not Divino Zigbo. Not you, Divino You Zigbo. hate good stories. We get it. That would be a divine story if it worked out. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, Henry is against divine intervention. Yes, he is. He is. Hates but the underdog. It's one of those things where it's like, I can't just say feed Melvin. I also can't say cut Melvin out. 
It's just give them all their touches. Reevaluate next week. So it's you, gonna be hard to take Melvin off the field when he's carving him up. So you hate Justin out saying fumbles. It could Melvin. be very easy. <laughs> you hate uh, Justin out saying Melvin's going to carry the load. I I think I do. Like like I get it. I get it. Get him into a rhythm. See if he breaks through. And if he doesn't, then next week you make the change. Like I understand the argument. Give all three of them their touches. Just see what happens. You cannot play Latavius Murray. That's such a bad idea. I, I think you can because like it's it's the zone system where. You're just reading anyway, and it's all going to be the same schematically. Oh, about the same. I guess not to New Orleans, but to what he's done in the past. He knows how to read from the outside in, outside zone, all that sort of stuff. Do you know like, how much time he's had for recovery since he played in that game? Yeah, he told me about it today. <laughs> he got he got back at like 6 a.m. That, that next morning. He uh, he then left at midnight so last night. He got home yes. at 6 a.m. yesterday. And then got back at midnight last night got here at midnight last night and now he's uh probably didn't sleep no he's got know. two days Either to day. uh he was probably up with me when i was breaking down um broncos long snaps from 2011 <laughs> on twitter at 1 a.m last you night you were going deep yep i was sound asleep when you're breaking that down well yeah i was texting you guys because it is unbelievably hard to find information on long snappers um i was not surprising that is surprising it is the information era where you could find literally anything in the world but you can't find who was snapping the ball for the broncos to the punter in 2001 that took me wow. hours wow and who was it david diaz Infante, uh mm. former broncos Famous guard league. um he did it from 90 he did it from 96 to 98 so two super bowls as a long snapper Pretty good. Wow. not specialized though he was a he was an offensive lineman who they just said, "Hey, can you do this?" Which makes so much sense. Then he, they brought him back to do it in 2001, and then after that they brought in Mike Leach, not the one who has hilarious <laughs> takes about who would win in a fight uh, between mascots. And Mike Leach was the Broncos' long sniper. Yeah. He started an insane streak. Um, his bat, his one and only ever bad snap. Um, hit off of Jake Plummer's face mask. It's really hard to say whose fault it really was. Like <laughs> Jake just wasn't looking. Maybe um, put his face in the wrong spot. We do have uh, nuggets coming in soon, so maybe. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> more about long snappers. <laughs> um, maybe let people go watch your long snapper you, video. That's what I was getting towards. Is you should watch my long snap oh, breakdown. Documented. Oh yeah, I did a whole breakdown. Wow. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we should probably play it on this show, but <laughs> if we don't have time. That's fine. Oh no. It's only um, like so a minute. Next one. Um, uh, that was great though. Tee off. Tee off. Yeah, um, I haven't played golf in like a month. It's really Ooh. eating at me. Oh, um, and one thing I love about golf is that the ball, it doesn't move. It just stays in the same place. Um, okay. when, when you're, you're trying terrible. to hit it. Okay. Same thing with Matt Ryan. Ah, Does not move when you're trying to hit him. Ah, just stands there. And there's a reason why he has nine fumbles. It's because he's a statue, and he's not getting the ball out as fast as he used to. Weak hands as well. And well, he hasn't had a fumbling problem in his career to this point. Um, but he did have an interesting quote about how he's going to stop this. Quote, certainly have to do something different. Oh, oh that's good. he's on the right <laughs> track. Yes. Uh, yes. Could, could you teach him uh, the, what has is he, it, the, the tuck? Has anyone told Melvin Gordon that? <laughs> <laughs> certainly just try something different. Oh. Uh, uh, Melvin, Matt Ryan is also having fumbling issues. Uh, he said that he has to try something different. Do you agree? Yeah. Uh, have, have you been in touch with Matt Ryan about these, these issues? How frustrating is it? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, um, Can you relate after the game about your frustration level with Matt Ryan? Yeah. So <clears throat> the thing is that the Broncos were not able to just get home with four last week. 
And when I say get home, they weren't even getting close to home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to send some blitzes. Mm. And okay. it actually goes into my next one. I don't know if it's actually the next thing on the list. Probably isn't. Um, but we can hit it. We, Actually, it is. It is the I next thing on the list. I knew you were going to do this. Boom. Man <laughs> date. <clears throat> yes, you have a date with man coverage on Thursday. Um, and you can blitz and you can go man on the outside against this team because, as Henry was saying, they just don't really have any weapons. Um, if you're worried about Michael Pittman, guess what? You have Pat Sertan. Yes, and if you want to, you can move him around. And if that scares you, do it. But the Broncos have had mo- a lot of success. And they actually did, in terms of covering the Raiders, have their most success in man coverage. The problem was Derek Carr took those opportunities to run and, you know, somehow carve up the Broncos on the ground. Mm. Matt Ryan, legitimately incapable of that. So you can go man all you want. You can send blitzes. You don't have to spy. You don't have to worry about any of that. And just let your guys go out there and lock lock these guys down. So Matt Ryan is incapable of moving? Is essentially what you're saying? Yes, he's a golf ball on a tee. Uh, he is also incapable of being a good quarterback this year, and that brings up our next that, whiteboard. That part scares me. Which is pick the win. And honestly, this should be a game where you should be able to win uh, in, in many different ways. But the the easiest way, just pick off Matt Ryan. He has been so bad. Not only the nine fumbles, five interceptions in four games. Not to go along with like 15 touchdowns. You would yeah. probably take that. To go along with five touchdowns in the the Colts only win Matt Ryan had zero interceptions that was the only time that he has not thrown an interception in a game the team only had one turnover that is so much better than they've been in their other three games in the other three games Matt Ryan has five interceptions that's almost two picks a game with this pass rush, even without Randy Gregory, with this secondary, the Broncos should be able to pick off Matt Ryan uh, at least once, if not multiple times. In their three other games, they have eight turnovers. Eight turnovers. That is so bad. Almost three a game. The Broncos should feast on this Colts offense, especially if Jonathan Taylor's out there, because that means Matt Ryan's going to have the ball even more, and you should be getting fumbles off him because he's a tee back there, and you should be picking him off because he has not been good this year. Yeah, my I do worry about Matt Ryan, the thrower of the football, if you don't get after him. And yes, this offensive line has been terrible, but... You know, it was only, what, two years ago that the Broncos played the Falcons? Mm-hmm. And Matt Ryan carved them to pieces. Now, he's not the same quarterback that he was then, but he's just – he's capable. And so, you just – you have to get – you don't let him get into a rhythm. Go after him. Don't do the whole thing where you sit back and you say, okay, we, now we have to get mm-hmm. after him and he's already in a rhythm. Tee off on him from the second the game starts. And the good news is, I mean, it's the arm strength that's the big difference, I think, from the last couple of years. And because of that, you don't have to worry so much about the sidelines. You get to cheat inside just a little bit because you have more time to recover outside. And so you should be helping out the linebackers who struggled in, in coverage when, when the defense has. That's been the issue. And it's also the deep ball. And, and so if you're getting to take an extra step up to help with the run game, you get an extra step inside to help out the linebackers in coverage, you just have to love how all of this is adding up. You do. And we've got one more whiteboard it is Benito Breakout. Okay, so I forgot. I did actually have one alliteration. <laughs> but I do think that this is his week. You know, he's he's moving up into the, the Baron Browning role, and who knows what exactly that looks like. Are they going to rush him inside where they've had Baron Browning inside with the other two outside? They've been putting guys all over the place. I really think that Nick Benito could be the answer here. He is so fast. He has one move, and it's just that speed rush, which should be fine against these tackles. I mean, they're... they're 
been four teams that have given up more sacks than the Colts have this week. The Broncos should have no issue getting after the quarterback. And I think that the speed rush means that Benito should be the first one there. I think that, first of all, that he will be getting some decent numbers this week, but also that you need him to. Because if he's not able to get home, I, I think you start to have some issues because he's in there in those rush rush situations. Mm, yeah, this would be – we were all there for uh, when Benito one had his day. breakout against the Cowboys. It would be great. If that comes this mm-hmm. Thursday night. Four sack game. Oh, <laughs> baby. And if you want to be there, you got to check out our friends over at Game Time because this is the game to get like 50-yard seats, 50-yard mm. line uh, to get great seats. We, we checked out Game Time yesterday, and we'll pull it up right now, too. The tickets for the Broncos-Colts game are incredible right now, and you don't want to miss out. If you want to go to a game, this might be the best game to go to under a hundred dollars and look at this Allie's got it pulled up for us there's also flash deals on some really good tickets which are under a hundred dollars as well so if you want to go to the game game time is the place to go make sure to click on the link in our description on youtube also you can check click on the link in the description in our podcast if you're listening to this on itunes or anywhere you find podcasts click on that and the interface on game time is so nice so check them out at game time and while you're in those show notes just scroll up a little bit from them after you click on game time and hit that thumbs up ah yes really appreciate that crush the thumbs up subscribe to the channel we always appreciate that uh and all right speaking of appreciating people, no hold on one second uh-huh. gotta appreciate american raptors we do oh. do that first okay we appreciate the american raptors uh who actually start their season on thursday mm. you can watch the game at three o'clock they are taking on the a an awesome team down at the Chua. Oh, Hopefully they're taking not. on the US USA uh, the the U23 team. That is an awesome team. There we You're go. Right. I was like, "Well, wait, which that's the American Raptors. They're taking on the U23 team from America." I mean, how could you not want to see that? This that's, has to be called the Civil War. Oh America versus I think it if it isn't yet, we just named it. That's it is the Civil War. Three o'clock, you get to stream it. it well, Oregon here. and Oregon State gave up that name. So they did. It's up, it's up for but rest. because it's problematic. Yes. Right, right. Okay, but so maybe rugby, <laughs> you know, it's a little controversy would probably help this grow the sport. I, we don't need my thoughts on Civil War. Oh, okay. But yes, this game is not here. The games that are here, you get to go to for free if you claim tickets at AmericanRaptors.com. Make sure you're following along with Colton Strickler and DNVR Rugby. It's a fun sport. It's getting into gear. Why not check it out? Heck yeah. Okay, Ooh. and then Ryan. Allie wants to reveal something right here. Uh, Boom. Look at that. Look at that. London, look at that. about three weeks away, boys. 20 days, I Crazy. believe, we'll Crazy. be in London. Uh, cannot wait to be there. And here is our official uh, swag bag package. And not even everything you get in there, but it's a, it's the best parts probably. It's the DNVR London official shirt. Love it. The DNVR London sticker pack. I love the Nux Union Jack combo mm-hmm. there. Uh, and then, of course, you get the collector's edition pin. All of this stuff uh, exclusive to those who buy multi-ticket packages. Um, so get in on that, and you will get the swag bag with all of this and more. Cannot wait to see these babies uh, rolling around yeah, London. Yeah, look at that orange, too. I know. Beauty. Well, and that's we decided on the orange because we figure that's what people want to wear to the game. Right. Like, you saw it uh, in so Las cool Vegas this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see it in London. Like, 
that's how Broncos country really makes their mark because you cannot miss it when there's a whole bunch of orange in the stadium. So I went with the orange shirt. I love it. I love it. And like you said, three weeks away. That's nuts. It is really nuts. So get in that. Go to dnvr.eventbrite.com uh, to buy one of those packages and get your swag bag. All right, let's hit some super chats really quick. First one from Andrew says, do you guys ever wonder what the Broncos would look like if they hired Kyle Shanahan instead of Vic Fangio? Just a thought. I do think about that once in a while. Um, you probably have Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Yep, you probably yeah. do. Um, and you probably have had a lot more success. Yep. And everyone's unsatisfied because yep. Kirk Cousins is the quarterback. Yep, 100%. Mike Shanahan, probably your offensive uh, coordinator slash maybe offensive consultant. He's still around. Jimmy G also could potentially be your quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, he very he very well could be that, that guy. Yep. Yeah. So it's, I mean, the the... It's been a lot more fun to be a 49ers fan over the last few years mm-hmm. than it has to be a Broncos fan. But, but. they're still like, very, they're not like a happy fan base. No. Nope. Like they, they were doubting all the way through. They, they wanted yeah. to get rid of Jimmy. They didn't like their quarterback. They've, it's not like they've just been having a lot of fun. Nobody's having fun right now. They, That's such a true statement. There's like three, four, five teams maybe. I mean, and, and they are still, Kyle Shanahan, he's not on the hot seat, but he's on like the potentially soon hot seat because it, it all comes down to Trey Lance. Um, and, uh, what happens there, obviously delayed a year. So he gets that hot seat delayed a year, but if Trey Lance doesn't work out, but they're kind of already through the Trey, like by the time (laughs) he's healthy again, it's like the Trey Lance era is almost over and you have a new chance to get a different quarterback. Next year's the learning year. And then the real year is year four. (sighs) And then, uh. Yeah, I guess, and then you have draft picks. And again? they're probably gonna like yep. go to the NFC Championship well, again this and, year. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and then they yeah. give them the team option for twenty five million, twenty six million, or whatever. And then they give them the big deal, or not. Just right. wait until this de- like wait until it gets cold out, and this defense is just teeing off on people. Man, Nick Bosa, yep. so unbelievably good, so good last night. And those linebackers, man, and Salanoa so Hufunga, like he's so sick. That- All you draft pod listeners know how sick he is. <laughs> it's oh. actually scary that they added him to that defense he's insane yeah anyways that there's your thought we just thought about it all (laughs) out loud and then alvin said my wedding is thursday just before the game so i hope they win congratulations that's awesome so you're gonna get the wedding done real quick and go watch the game (laughs) he's gonna be tuning into the post game pod i'm sure yeah it's okay if you miss this one we'll have it up on on fridays actually yeah yeah kind of messed up like he probably thought he was doing oh, yeah. the homies a favor. He's like, hey, I'm going to have a fall wedding, but we'll do it on a yep. Thursday so you guys don't have to worry about missing out on football, and then they schedule the Broncos. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man, that's tough. It's messed up. <laughs> All right. Shall we get to the comments from the listeners? Comments from the listeners. We'll try to do as many as we can before we're kicked out of here. How long do we have till we get kicked out of here, Allie? Uh, it, was supp- it was supposed to be 4 o'clock, but... I mean... I think That's we know anything about us. I That's think we do 4.15. So we're negative right. three minutes in. That's fine. Let's, let's get to some comments. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was None on of the you page. are prepared. I was on the page and then I clicked we on the We live in the moment. I got it. The count comes in and says, we don't understand water yet until we look for us in a reflection. A masterwork of me and you upside down in a pool of piss after a tough loss. Wow. Oh, that took a bad turn, just yeah. like Sunday. Yeah. Queen City Broncos CLT it. says a little Tuesday trivia and perspective mm. for the family. We have three Super Bowl wins in the last 25 years. Only 
Uh, one other team has more than two in that time. Twelve teams have never won a Super Bowl. Two lost it four times without winning. Another team lost it three times without winning. Four teams have never been to the Super Bowl. One hasn't won a playoff game since 1957. Eight NFL cities have seen their team leave. Can you name the teams? That just that was every team <laughs> in the NFL. <laughs> I can name two teams that have left their city: the Raiders and the Chargers. Yep. yep. Rams. And the Rams. Yep. The and Colts. The, the Browns. Browns. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The yeah, Cardinals back the in the day. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Way Cardinals. back. <laughs> um, Real the ones, Texans. No. Can we name uh, the four? How about the four teams that Oilers, have never been to a Super Bowl? Nashville. Oilers. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Four teams that have never been to a Super Bowl. The Lions. Yep. Um, Chargers. I can't remember. Uh, yeah. I, the Chargers. I know, they've definitely never won one. No. Right. I can't remember if they ever made it to one. I want to say they might have made one and lost heavily. Okay. Um, but uh, I, Broncos I should late. know. I should, I should be the expert really on be. what you the Chargers be. haven't yep. done. Yep. Um, the Jags. Oh yeah, of course. Okay. So the you I mean start with the young teams, the Texans. But do we count the Oilers? Yeah. Oh 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 right. That's a and franchise. did the Oilers? Uh, yeah, okay, let's move on. <laughs> too much uh, too much thinking for how much time we have left. Flamunda cheese. Hola amigos. Quick question. I just got married and I'm bringing my new father-in-law to the game. He's never been to an NFL game before, so I wanted to bring him to the tailgate party as a treat. He's a diehard indie fan. We love football. He just bleeds blue and white instead of blue and orange. Can I count on Broncos country to show him a good time at the best tailgate around? Catch me if you can, Flamunda. Yes. Regrettably, we're we're very nice to opposing fans. <laughs> Got work on that. Uh, yeah, I feel like uh, Colts fans are nice. It's it's a it's kind of a two way street, right? Like, as long as you come in and yep. you don't right. run your mouth, right? Yeah, then everyone will love you and treat you well. Like there was that picture that came out of the there was a Raiders fan on the bus one time last season, and it's like mm -hmm. that guy came in. The first thing I did was like yell at his friend. <laughs> All he did was laugh it off. He mm -hmm. was super nice. He's like, yeah, I was born into this. Like, was able to like go back and forth. Like, eh, it's fine. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'm sure your dad is a is a nice person and not gonna start uh, screaming at everyone like this one <laughs> Portland Trailblazers fan who once came to the oh, bar. That was oh, that's nice. Um, but yeah. He goes on and says, for a second comment, can anyone tell me why we haven't signed a Dom Sue, especially if we've lost running back power? Why not flex on defense? Uh, well, what's the connection there? <laughs> It's just like that now instead, because the offense isn't going to be as strong, just go so hard on defense. Oh, okay. First of all, because the defense is really good those first few weeks. It, it's only that this week you'd be like, ah, oh, do we need another piece? And more so is the linebackers who struggled in that game. The answer, though, is the money. Speaking like, you're the, just not willing to give him nine mil or whatever he's asking for at this point. Speaking of the linebackers, can you go with just Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton? I think Instead so. of Jonas Griffith. I think you can. I think I that'll think, happen soon. Yep. I think you're better off continues. doing that. I think if Jonas has a bad half, you got to switch to Singleton at halftime. Singleton is just so solid. Yeah. Yep. And reliable. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Bron Collick says, hey, guys, please talk me off the cliff here. I currently have plans to go to the SoFi game and then come to Denver for the Jets game. I haven't booked the, tick the game tickets yet, but have everything else. At this point, I strongly considered canceling, though. Would you would be real excited to meet you all and hang out at the bar, but this is already feeling like another lost season. Losing Javante just makes me feel sick, and I can't stand Melvin Gordon. <laughs> it's so painful for me to constantly watch him destroy the chances of this team I love so much. This is why my only offseason wish list after getting... Russ was just to not have Gordon re-sign. Yikes. 
I truly believe if he wasn't signed, our Broncos would be 4-0. <laughs> he has fumbled five times in the last 44 touches. That's a fumble every 8.8 touches. Rewatching these games, it doesn't even appear that the defenses are putting effort into stripping the ball from him. It just p- turns into a pinball in his arms when he hit, when he is hit. Drives me crazy. So what do you think I should save my money and hope we actually are competitive next year or come anyway? All right. I have a lot of experience uh, in this as a traveling Buffs mm. fan. Um, if the the result of the game is going to decide whether or not you have a good time, don't come. Mm. Um, if you feel like I just want to go out there and experience it and come to the DNVR bar and go to the tailgate and that'll be a blast. And if they win, that's a cherry on top. Absolutely come because I, I know the tailgate's going to deliver. You'll definitely get to hang out with us. Um, the, the the games are never a promise. So I've learned with Buffs games, I'm going to experience a place and hang out with my friends. Also, like the season isn't over. My no. goodness, like, like <laughs> we're four games into a 17 game season and they're 500. Yep. Like they're just like most of the NFL. We're talking about it in the Madden chat today. Like if they if they play like they have the rest of the way. I think they're probably like the first team out of the wild card. And if wow. they get better, uh, sure. I mean, because right now you look at it, it's like the the Bengals, the Dolphins, the Chargers, the Broncos, the Browns, and the Raiders. Like, those are the real teams competing. That's six teams for three wild card spots. It's like, I think they'll do better than the Browns. I think they have a good chance of doing better than the Raiders. That game makes it tough. They probably still wind up just outside, but there's also reason to believe they're going to improve. They've also had a chance to win every single game. Yeah. I mean, one was literally a field goal that missed by a foot. Mm-hmm. That's why the people The other so one sad. was they couldn't get a stop. That's the most frustrating one by yeah. far. Um, but it does the, like I said yesterday, the obituary being out on the team. But as I know it's a, a really expensive to make these trips. Yeah. And so I totally understand yes. someone being like, I don't want to spend this and the team lose. And if that's going to ruin it, then don't do it because definitely. it's definitely on the table. That was really good advice, Ryan. And the other thing is, it was he said 44 touches. And this is coming from an Adam Schefter tweet from yesterday when he said that he fumbled five times in his past 44 carries. One of those was a catch. So there was a catch in there. There is a fumble, but it was a fumble on a catch. So if we're counting the five fumbles, you can't just count the 44 mm. carries. You have to throw in all the catches as well, which... Does it matter? No, no, not really. But, but it, is it does. An unfair stat. Exactly. Yeah. It's not once every eight. It's once every like twelve or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe Broncolic will feel the way Melbourne Bronco does. He says, "My boys, I'm starting to feel a little better." Does the 49ers win over the Raiders elevate the 49ers to genuine contenders, which makes us capable of matching it with the NFC's best? While Denver, while Denver's best might not have arrived yet, there is hope. But we're still a long way from pushing the Bills and Chiefs. My head is spinning. One day, the depths of despair. The next, hope. Cheers. Yeah, I mean, I, I tried, you know, I tweeted it out last night that the uh, that win over the 49ers is a legit win. Oh, yeah. And it's going, like I said earlier, I think it's only going to get better with time. Um, it's just the 40, like, the Broncos might be better suited to play in the NFC. Because totally. it's, a, it, you know, that's the style of play like that you can get by with there. Even the Packers, like they're not scoring. The Bucks, they're not scoring. Like you could, the Eagles are the only team that are putting up numbers in that, mm-hmm. in that conference. So and let's just call it what it not, is. The NFC is worse than the AFC. The it only is. impressive like score from the Eagles is against the Jags too. Yep. It's like 24 on the Jets or whatever. Not the Jets. They played the uh, Lions, but it was 38-35. Was yep. There were the other two games though where it's like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I can't remember. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, if the Broncos were in the NFC, you'd probably feel even better. I'd the say they'd be in. Yeah, the thing that's like yeah. really weighing heavily on everyone is watching the Chiefs and Chargers score points. Yeah, especially yeah. the Chiefs. And uh, Melvin Bronco with one more. And our final question says, one more quick question. Do you think the quick turnaround will benefit the offense? They were in form in the last quarter. Hopefully they start Thursday night in that form. They've very clearly shown themselves to be a fourth quarter offense at this point, which if you had to choose which quarter you're going to be the best in, I would choose that one. Um, you just need to be a lot better in quarters one through three. So I don't think that's necessarily a, something they can carry over. And the big thing is that Russ has just been a little played a little more free in the fourth quarter. I don't think you're going to see Russ playing free with a hurt shoulder. Yeah. Unfortunately. And, and, and also there's like a hundred hours in between these yep. games. It's not like they're just going to pick up right where they left off. Yep. Yeah. I I have no idea. I haven't decided. Like you have two fewer practices this week. You you have yeah. zero real practices. Yeah, and so like the game planning, all that stuff matters much less than usual. I haven't decided whether that helps the Broncos or the Colts. I think it just kind of balances things out. In any game, it moves it closer to a fifty-fifty game, which probably helps the Colts. Mm. I mean, I don't. We'll see. Is the answer? We'll see. Thankfully, we get to see very very soon. One more show tomorrow before the big game thursday thank you all for tuning in appreciate everyone who left comments i know we weren't able to get to them all today we're on a yeah. tighter schedule and really quick than normal tomorrow we're giving our game predictions big update big update and our survivor pool Uh-oh. oh god oh no i know what it is now damn i didn't think oh Uh-oh. all right we'll see you guys tomorrow
take you back one last time.